No, I say it every week and I will continue to say it this week that it's because of Christ that we are here. Amen? It's because of Jesus yeah, we have life. Amen? Hallelujah. All of us, we are affected by smell. And all of us would appreciate a good smell or a good scent. Like the smell of freshly baked bread or pastries. And so why, why you, you realize that the moment you go to, into a bakery, you smell the, 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 the fresh bread smell, right? And somehow it will... How many of you have gone into a bakery and not buy anything before in your life? None of us, right? Most of the time, we'll end up with something in our hands. Yeah? And, and we just like the smell of, of nice or really freshly baked bread or pastries or even the scent of perfume. And that's why many of us, in fact, probably all of us, we put on perfume or cologne to smell nice. No one in this place will like a stinking smell. How many of you like to stay near the garbage bin? No, right? And sometimes I ask you guys to, hey, can you clear the garbage and bring it outside? The moment you walk to the garbage bin, you just open and throw it, you close back and you quickly walk away. You won't be opening, hey, today is, 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 is bad. You know, you, you won't do that, yeah? And you, you just don't like stinking smell. This morning, I'm, let me tell you, whether we put perfume or not, or whatever that we put on, there is a scent that comes from inside of us that will either attract the Holy Spirit or repel Him in our lives. So, we are not here just for a religious duty. We are not here to just go through the motion of religion. We are here because of the fact there is, there is something that can be released from within us that will draw God into our lives. And our worship will break that somehow that spiritual jar of perfume that touches the heart of God in this place. So as we worship, I'm not talking about you know, the songs that we sing. It is more than the songs that we sing. It is the life that we live. So this morning, my question to every one of us is, how willing are we to go with God in our lives? Because that will determine the level of the fragrance that you will bring to God through the life that you live. Let's turn to Mark chapter 14 this morning and let's look at verse 3 to verse 9. I want to read to you from the New Living Translation. It says this, Meanwhile, Jesus was in Bethany at the house of Simon, a, a man who had previously had leprosy. While he was eating, a woman came in. Everybody said a woman. She came in with a beautiful alabaster jar of expensive perfume made from essence of nard. She broke open the jar and poured the perfume over his head. Some of those at the table were indignant. Why waste such expensive perfume? They asked. It could have been sold for a year's wages and the money given to the poor. So they scolded her harshly for what she did. But Jesus replied, leave her alone. Why criticize her for doing such a good thing for me or to me? You will always have the poor among you and you can help them wherever you want to. But you will not always have me. She has done what she could and has anointed my body for burial ahead of time. I tell you the truth. Wherever the good news is preached throughout the world, this woman's deed will be remembered and discussed. Amen? So, the thing is this, that Jesus was at this man's house who previously had leprosy. And he was having a feast and then this woman came in. So, it is important for us to take note of this. She was an uninvited guest. She was not 
and invited guests. She was not on the guest list. Why is this important? Because many times we wait for God to indicate to us first before we're going to do anything for Him. So in life, there are things that we need God to show us first. But there are more things on our end that we need to be proactive. So you don't have to wait for God to show before you do something because there are some things in our lives that that part is on us, that responsibility is on us. The woman came with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume. The Bible tells us that she broke the jar and poured the perfume on Jesus' head. Take note of this. She broke the jar and poured on Jesus' head. She didn't break it on Jesus' head. The jar had to be broken in order for the fragrance to be released. Unless and until it is broken, the fragrance is trapped within. So it was broken for a purpose and her action is to be remembered. And even Jesus said that till the, you know, in, in the future, when the good news is being preached, this woman's deed will be remembered and discussed. And this morning, it fulfills what Jesus has said again. But there were others there who began to criticize her because to them, it was a waste. They saw her action was a waste. She's, they saw that the perfume being poured out on Jesus was a waste. Everyone saw the value of the perfume. They knew that it was expensive. But, the, but they did not see the value of her action or even the value of Jesus. To them, the breaking of the jar, the alabaster jar and pouring on Jesus... To them, it was like, it doesn't make sense. Why do you do it? Why waste such good things? But they couldn't see beyond the value of the jar. Because in, the, in, the presence, in their presence, there was someone who was more valuable than all these things. And his name was Jesus. In the midst. But this woman, she saw it. And she broke it. You see, friends, what you do for Jesus is never going to go to waste. It will never be wasted. Your worship counts for eternity. The things that you do and the life you live counts for eternity. So when she broke the jar, she saw beyond the temporal things. She saw beyond the value of the jar of perfume. How many of us this morning that we are holding on to something and we are not willing to, to break it or to pour it out. Because we think that those things will, will give us that kind of satisfaction. But this woman has shown us there's nothing more valuable than Jesus in her life. Amen? She poured out on Jesus because she knew that Jesus was more valuable than everything that she had in her life. There are a few things that we can learn from Jesus' response in this entire event. Remember, she did that and all the people, they were indignant and they were like upset with her. And the Bible says that they scolded her harshly. So it was not just merely scolding, but scolded her harshly. It was like, you know, really like giving it to her, criticizing her. But yet Jesus said, leave her alone. Yeah? So, Jesus' response teaches us a few things. Number one, 
do what you can. Because Jesus said this, she has done what she could. Do what you can. It is not how much you do, but what you do with what you have when the opportunity arises. So she was at the right place at the right time doing the right things. Any of these things out of sync, it will not result in something that will draw the favor of God in our lives. Remember, in Luke chapter 21, there was a widow with two mites. Everybody came to give into the treasury. They came to the temple, they threw in their, their offering into, the, into the, the treasury. But then there was this woman, this widow, she came with two mics. It was not much, but it was a moment for her, though she had little compared to the rest. See, it's important. The thing with the woman that came with the alabaster jar of perfume, even though it was valuable in her hands, even though it was very expensive in her hands, but unless and until it is released, the value will not transform or transfer from her to Jesus. So the moment she released it, the value immediately has transferred to God. So it is the same with the widow with two mics. That was all that she could have, all that she could do. It may not be much in the world, but it was the most valuable thing to her. But the moment she released it, that value has transferred to Jesus. And Jesus, looking at the two mics, Jesus did not despise her. And Jesus said this, the rest gave out their abundance, but she, out of what she had to live by. It wasn't the much that Jesus was looking for because as long as whatever that you hold in your hands, if it's not released, there'll be no willingness. So what God is really looking for is the willingness to let it go. And she did that and the woman that came with the alabaster jar of perfume, she let go. That's why it became, it has to be broken. As long as it's in her hands, it will not be broken. She had the, you know, the widow and, and the, the woman with the alabaster jar of perfume, they both had the opportunity at that very moment. And Jesus was there. What you do counts. And when you do it, it's equally as important. Amen? The second thing is this, do it now. Don't procrastinate. The now factor is important. She knew it was time because her focus was Jesus. Let me ask you something, how wrong can that be? If you are doing something and you, you know, your focus is on Jesus and you want to please Him. I remember someone many, many years ago asked me, Pastor, I'm struggling between choosing to study business or to study medicine. So I said, why do you struggle? He said, because I don't want to make the wrong decision because I know that my life, I want to please God. I don't want to make a mistake that will cause me to be out of the will of God. I look at the person, then you have your answer to what you're asking for. And this person looked at me and said, Pastor, what do you mean? I said, because your focus is on Jesus and you don't want to do anything that displeases Him, whether you do business or you do medicine, it is 
not the issue anymore because God already has your heart. And God already knows your heart. So if God is the focus, you can't go wrong. What she did, what this woman with the alabaster jar of perfume did in the present was something for the future. Amazing that what she did has such a value, not just at that very moment because everybody saw it was then. But Jesus said, you know what Jesus said? Jesus said this. She has done what she could and has anointed my body for burial ahead of time. Jesus said that she did it for his burial and Jesus wasn't dead yet at that very moment. This is amazing because prophetically, Jesus' body doesn't need anointing because his body is not going to be in the tomb. You hear what I'm saying? Jesus' body is not going to be in the tomb. So what she did, in the eyes of the world, may be something that is just temporary, but to Jesus, is far beyond that. Because it has an eternal value to it. So a lot of things in our lives, when we are willing to let it go, it is not just a temporal thing for us here on this earth. But it has a significant value eternally. So if we keep on holding on so strongly and we are not willing to let it go, it has no eternal value. In fact, what she did is just amazing. Because she did it. You know what, friends? She did not do it because she knew that Jesus was going to die on the cross. She did it because she wanted to really honor Jesus. I mean, in, in John, uh, it described this woman, uh, you know, uh, that came with the alabaster jar. It was Mary who had seven, seven demons cast out of her. So the thing is this, that she came out with her gratitude to God. But what she did, Jesus told them, you know what? She's doing this for my burial. But Jesus knew that he's not going to be in the tomb. And Jesus said that what she did will be remembered and will be talked about as long as the good news is being preached. Wow. The woman is long gone. She's no longer alive today. But what she did was so valuable that she was mentioned in the Bible. And the, the Word of God says this, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will still remain. Talk about eternal value of what she did because she was willing to let it go. It was that moment that counts because a lot of times, we can hold on to something until we realize that that thing is not valuable to us anymore and then we release it. It makes no sense. If it's not valuable to you, then it's not valuable to God. And then we are offering Him things that we ourselves don't want. And that's why it is not going to be able to bring forth that fragrance 
in your life. Remember, when you break that jar, a smell is going to come forth. It's either going to be sweet smelling or it's going to be stinking. Amen? But what you do right now affects your eternity. And the third thing, do it selflessly. What she did was selfless because the jar was most precious to her. The jar of perfume in Jewish custom, it was for her wedding day. She saved it so that when she get married, she can use that on herself. And mind you, this woman didn't have many jars. Jewish women, they only have one jar because that is the most precious for them on their wedding day. In fact, she's not going to marry you know, so many other people that she needs to have so many other jars. The fact that the men took notice of what she did meant that it was something very costly to her both in value and in action. So the men, they saw it and said, why? Because they knew that what was this purpose for? And they just couldn't make sense to them. Say, and, and they criticized her harshly. But friends, you see, there is a cause to selflessness. It is something that you're, if, is it something that you're trying to avoid because it can cost too much for you? Is it that something in your life that you are not willing to let it go because it costs too much to you? If you want to be selfless, it will cost you something. There is a price to pay to break the jar of your life. So what is the jar in our lives this morning that we are holding on so strongly that we are not willing to let it go? Unless and until it is released, there can be no fragrance that will come forth from our lives. And the moment she did that, the house was immediately filled with the fragrance of the perfume. Everybody could smell it. In verse 9, it tells us this, that wherever the good news is preached throughout the world, this woman's deed will be remembered and discussed. Jesus immediately turned an, a natural action to a spiritual significance. Then, then, at that very moment, from brokenness to aroma. But the jar of perfume, it was preserved all this while. But the moment that it was needed, when broken, it released a fragrance that changed the entire atmosphere in that place. And that is what God can do with our lives. If it remains sealed, and then we are talking about, oh, we want to change the world, we want to change this, we want to change our family, that thing is going to take place because there's no willingness. Your life might be kept for that one moment, but will you respond when that moment comes? People will always be indignant, no matter what you do, but don't live your life getting people's approval. You will never really live if you live based on people's approval, you'll only be slave to people's opinion. Judas criticized her terribly because all he valued was money. The rest, they were unapproving 
because they knew in their hearts they couldn't come to that level of willingness at that very moment. They were like, man, why do you have to do this? It makes us look bad. You see, friends, when people can't do, they will tell you that you shouldn't do it. Jesus, look at all of them and say, leave her alone. What she did, she did it for me. But you know what? This response is also really amazing because Jesus did not compare them with her. Jesus didn't look at them. Why do you criticize her? You didn't even do a single thing for me also. Why? Is it your perfume? What do you have to bring? Jesus didn't do that. But Jesus just looked at her. And that tells us this, that Jesus will never compare us with other people. If you, this morning, have a comparing attitude, just remember this. Jesus will never compare you with others. Don't compare. Oh, you know what? I, I think I can do better than you. It <laughs> doesn't matter. Because God is not looking for you to compare with each other. Oh, you know, I can sing better or you can sing better. It doesn't matter. But what matters is that willingness to let it go. Remember the widow with two mics. It was not much, but she was willing. What is the jar that you hold on to so dearly that you know it is withholding you from releasing that fragrance in your life? All of us this morning, we have a jar in our lives that we are not willing to let go. It could be a jar of our finances that's holding us back. It could be a jar of a relationship. It could be a jar of our, our work. It could be a jar of anything. It could even be a jar of ministry that we hold on tightly, that we, we are not willing to release it and, and let God be the very centre, the focus of, of what we do. And unless, until we come to that place when we are able to release, your children could be your jar. Why are they listening, you know, so much to, to, to you know, to, to, to what is being preached? Yeah? When I tell them, you know, don't go to, you know, don't go to church when you have exam, but when they come to church, the cell group leader is standing there, come on, you know, honour God with your time. You need to, you know, put God first. Come to church, serve Him, study hard. And you get upset. Oh, how come my kids is not listening to me? I think, oh, you, you know what, it could be your job. But to be able to release that and say, God, I trust you. I give you. I give it to you. That willingness to let it go. It could be a relationship that we hold on or relationship that we desire so much that we hold on to it and we, we can't trust God with that. And it's really sad when we hold on to all these things that are temporal because there is something this morning that's far more valuable than the jar that you have. And the jar that you have is an instrument for you to release the fragrance that comes from, from your life. It is not for you to hold on, I have an expensive thing. You understand what I'm saying? Because as long as it's in your hands, it will never be transferred to God. But the moment it's being released, I tell you what, everything changes, the atmosphere around you will change. Your family, the atmosphere in your family will change. The atmosphere in your workplace will change. Things will change. If only we are willing to let it go. Is there some jars that needs to be broken this morning? 
in our lives. Is there, you know, some people here that need to be willing to just let go and say, God, I'm struggling, but I want to let it go. I trust in you. You know, when you transfer it to God, the value is going to be far more greater because what you do, your action is going to have an eternal purpose and eternal value in it. Just like what the woman did. It wasn't really much if you compare to today's time. You know, some Bible scholars believe that the, the, jar, the, the, the jar of perfume in today's value is probably about, you know, 4,000 ringgit or so. Uh, dollars, sorry. 4,000 dollars. It's still a very expensive perfume. But by the very fact that they could say that, you know, if this were to be sold, it could be for one year's wages. It's a lot of money in that time. You know what? This woman, when she did that, she immediately made a statement in her life, for her life, that my, provi- my provider is not in all these things, but in God. Because she transferred that value to Jesus. What do you need to transfer to Jesus this morning? Sometimes what we hold on to can become a prison to our lives. That jar that keeps us in. It could be your job security. It could be that relationship. It could be, you know, things in, in your, the things that you own. could be a lot of things. But what will you do this morning? What will you decide this morning? If you have a jar that's in your hands, what will you do? So in a while more, we're going to pray. I believe that this message is very personal to each and every one of us. I ask myself time and time again, I say, God, what is a jar in my life that I'm still withholding, or withholding that I need to let it go let it be broken so that there will be a fragrance that will come forth. Let me ask you something. Which smells better in this event? The woman or the jar of perfume? Was Jesus attracted to the jar of perfume? No. Jesus, when she saw what this woman did, it drew Jesus to her. She was an an uninvited guest. So friends, a lot of times we are holding on to something and we want God to show us first before we release. But sometimes in our life, we just need to release first. Friends, I want to encourage us. This morning is the time that we need to release. Maybe some of us, the jar of unbelief, we hold on to it. So how, how can I trust God? How can I believe in this Jesus? I tell you what, you just need to release that jar of your unbelief. And you know what? Things will change for your life. So we're going to pray. Amen. Just allow the Holy Spirit to take over right now. Speak to your life. Wherever you are seated this morning. Just close your eyes. 
is there a jar first and foremost in your life that has caused that fragrance to be trapped? It could be anything in that jar. But this morning you know that you need to release it. That jar needs to be broken because there will be a fragrance that will come forth that's far more valuable than what the eyes of man could see. It's an eternal purpose and value that God wants to do in each and every one of our lives. Friends, I want you to just take this moment. Parents could be the jar of your children. Your children could be in the jar that you need to release. Some of us, it could be finances. Some of us, even relationship. But something needs to be broken this morning. Because there's something that's far more valuable that will come forth from what you're holding on. So why not just take this moment? Hallelujah. Let the Holy Spirit speak to your heart. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, speak to us the way that only you can. To the deepest depth of our hearts, spread in our soul. We don't want anything to be withheld back from you. Holy Spirit, in a while more we're going to pray together I just want to open this time up with every eyes closed you know that God has been speaking to you this morning even you know before this morning God has been nudging the Holy Spirit has been nudging your heart to release that's something that's precious to you and knowing that this is what matters more to please God than to just hold on to that jar in your life I don't know what is going to happen for sure there's one thing if you're willing to let it go and let that jar be broken there'll be a fragrance of worship that will come forth from your life. So if you are that person this morning, with every eyes closed, you need to do something. You need to be proactive. You don't need to be invited to do it. You might be an uninvited guest this morning. But you know what? That didn't stop this woman from coming in. She was not, she didn't even have a seat at the table. So as she came behind Jesus, she broke the jar and poured the perfume on Jesus' head. Maybe some of us, we need to be proactive this morning. We need to really respond to God. 
So wherever you are, I want to pray with you this morning because I really believe that God is going to bring you to a new dimension of things when you're willing to let it go. So if you're that person, wherever you are seated, I want you at the count of three, wherever you are seated, I want you to just stand to your feet and then we're going to pray, amen? One, two, three. You just stand, yes, I see you. Just stand, just stand. You don't have to wait for a person next to you. That day, just that one person changed the entire atmosphere in that whole place. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Come, let's pray together. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. And Lord, there's an aroma that's filling this entire place. An aroma that our lives will carry. And Lord, we pray that there will be no jar that we are not willing to let it go. There will be no jar that we are not willing to break it. Lord, we pray that we will always see the value in you above everything. That Lord, we want to be able to find our lives. Lord, being able to release, to have that willingness to release. And when that moment comes in our lives, Lord, that we'll be found faithful, we'll be found willing, O oh God, to do it. Because we know that whatever that we do right now has an eternal purpose. It is more than just a life here on this earth. Lord, it is for eternity. So Lord, we thank you that even as we have read this morning, that what this woman did, Lord, she is remembered even until this day, even it will carry on. Just as your word says, heaven and earth will pass away, but your word will still remain. So she will be remembered for eternity, O oh God, because of what she did. Thank you for the sweet aroma of fragrance that she has released, that has given us such an example, O oh God. And may you continue to find that here in this church, in our lives, O oh God, that there will always be that sweet aroma, Lord, of worship, of willingness to let it go before you, O oh God. So Lord, we thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray and everyone say, Amen. Amen. This sermon has been brought to you by Harvest Generation Church. We hope you've been blessed and encouraged.